What's going on, bro? Hey. <laughs> hey, yo, dog. Get some of this. You're like three yeah. Red Bulls or something, man. What's going on, dog? Right. You gotta, you gotta, sometimes you got to feel it in your – feel the rock to wake back up. Yeah, Super Mario, man. Yo, everybody, welcome. Good evening. Another episode of Miami Mayhem Show with the ACF crew in the house. My boy, A.O., what's going on? What? Rushing to get to the show all over the country. How's the family? Good. For the very brief moment, I saw them today. <laughs> nice, nice. Guys, we got uh, we got quite a few over here. Hey, what up, Mitchell? We meet Mr. John Rees and uh, Ben. We got everybody up in the house. Mr. IMX, how's everybody going right there? So we have a special show for everybody today. You know, Ayo, we always try to see what we can do for the brand, give back to the community. Um, we love our football. Yo, Jarrell, Jarrell, Mr. In the House. Hey, we got to get you back on the show in the next couple of weeks, man. I'll get in touch with you, dog. I'll email you, okay? So we got to get him back on. But, um, you know, every show has a niche. And we have ours, and we love what we do. We love our show. Oh, Coach Hayes football. <laughs> what up, Coach? Hey, so Sosa in the house. I've been calling him three times a day, but he didn't pick up. Ladies but, love Sosa. Um, yeah. So every show, let's get to every show has a niche, guys. And we have a big announcement to make. Um, we're trying to see what we can do for the brand, for the Miami Flow brand, who gives us the opportunity to put this show together for our Miami Canes. Um, everybody knows this show has its model for the fans, by the fans. But to get bigger and all that, we also need help from other people. So I like to bring somebody on. I like to introduce the sponsor of the Miami Mayhem ACS show, Mr. Chad Barr with Chad Barr Law, based out of your Central Florida. Chad, good evening, sir. How you doing, brother? What's going on, fellas? Nothing much, man. Um, Chad is a big time, uh, supporter, um, does a lot for the communities in all different stages, great football fan. And we are proud to announce that he will be our sponsor of the Miami Mayhem show. So Chad, what's good. Tell us something about, please tell us everything. We got the, uh, the information down there. Tell us about Chad Bar Law, please, sir. Well, I started Chad Bar Law about uh, nine years ago. Um, I had a passion for helping people. Um, I was a school teacher before I went to law school, decided to go to law school and um, uh, worked for someone else for a while. And now um, I have my own practice, had my own practice for nine years. We've got five attorneys uh, in-house to help out our clients. We, um, we do a lot with injury and accident uh, clients. So auto accidents, slip and falls, um, we help people with their insurance claims. Um, we help people with social, social security disability claims. Um, we do some criminal, we do some family. Uh, basically my mantra, Alex, is if you need a lawyer, give me a call because if I don't do what you need me to do, then I know someone who does. And I always want to make sure that my clients, my friends, my family are put in touch with the right attorneys that can do things the right way. So, um, pretty much if you need a lawyer, reach out the information is there on the bottom ticker. Um, and, and we really want to help out people. We want to do it the right way. 
we always like to say that our clients come to us in need and leave us family. And we really do try and abide by that with every single client that comes through our door. That's awesome. Now, how many times have you had to defend Alex? Because I feel like Alex <laughs> just sometimes looks like he just been in trouble way too many times. Like, I feel like that's why I can't go down to Florida because I feel like if I do, I'm going to have to call you myself. Alex is one thing, but we have represented his wife. And not in a bad way, not in a bad way, but. Uh, yeah. Hold on. You're presenting my wife twice. Twice, exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, we, we, we like we like the hard cases, the tough cases. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Chad? Uh, a lot of, not just in, in the case community, but a lot in sports itself, you have a big vet population. And in this, and in our, in our people that are in the chat right now, I can name you at least 10 vets that we know personally. I know, um, I know how big you are. I know how personal that is for you. You, you really take that to another level. So tell us about, you know, what you guys try to do for the vets. So yeah, so my uncle uh, was in the Army and my father was in the Navy. Uh, those are two very influential, influential people in my life. And uh, they both came out of the military and uh, they had injuries. And I watched them walk through those injuries for many years. And we've gotten to the point now at, at, at the law firm where we have a dedicated staff just to represent veterans and we uh, take their claims against the VA. So. We're dealing with veterans who are uh, having issues that they, their, their claims are being denied by the VA. Uh, we have veterans who um, have been denied uh, or their, their approval rating is too low. Um, we've had um, spouses of veterans who have passed away and, this, and we've been able to get spousal survivor benefits. Uh, so we really have taken an approach the last two years. We've helped over 300 veterans across the country. We can represent a veteran in Washington state, the state of Maine, Florida, Puerto Rico, wherever you are, we can help you and we can take your claim against the VA. And really what we say about our veterans practices, we fight the VA so that you don't have to. And we want to take your case. We want to take your claim. We want to make sure that you get everything that you deserve because you laid your life on the line for our freedom. And we take that very seriously. Um, and, and we love what we do. And to, to me, we love the accident stuff. We love the personal injury stuff. We love the insurance stuff. But we really, really get up in the morning thinking about the veterans that we're helping. So um, that's really the future of our firm. Nationwide veterans, VA practice. We want to help veterans as much as we can. Um, and, and we partner with some really great organizations, Alex. We partner with the Camaraderie Foundation, which is an organization that helps veterans uh, with um, PTSD. Um, they, they're able to get um, some psychological help, um, some, some therapy. Um, and uh, just this last year, we helped the Camaraderie Foundation send 600 veterans and their families to SeaWorld for the day for free. Um, and so we really, uh, it's not just about helping veterans to make money. It's about helping veterans and then investing that money back into the veterans and the community to, to, to help even in ways that we're, we're not even thinking of at the moment. So uh, we've helped with Soldiers Angels, which is a food-based organization, yes. camaraderie foundation. Uh, so um, we, we really enjoy giving back. And, and uh, you know, I've I've done very well over the last few years, and now it's really a time for me to, to turn around and give back. So that's that's what our focus is with the with the veteran side. So if you're listening and uh, you maybe you know a veteran that's just had a lot of issues, 
um, we're, we're here to help and we're, we're not going to charge you for a consultation. We're happy to meet with you, go over your case with you, tell you how you can posture it in the right way, tell you how we can help you. Um, and, um, you know, I know one thing that every veteran wants to know about and people want to know, how do we get paid? And I think it's important to address that issue on the front end, but we get, we take a very small percentage of your back pay, your back benefits. It's 20%. It's the, it's the lowest amount that, that we can charge. We could charge up to 40%. We charge 20%. We charge the least amount, uh, that the law allows us to charge and it's on your back pay and that's it. And we get your benefits going forward. And, um, you know, really you're, you're going to be in a much better place. Um, once, once you give us a call and we're able to, to help you. So, um, you know, we're, we're really on the cutting edge. I know I'm, I'm talking a lot, but I know we're on the cutting edge of a lot of things. Um, you know, some things I want you all to think about, um, you know, we've helped veteran get veterans get approved for disability benefits for things like diabetes, um, being overweight, um, you know, because when they're, when you're being introduced back into civilization, you're, you're coming off of military grade food back into civilian food and you're not taught how to, how to, uh, you know, take those, those things in properly. Um, so, uh, being overweight, diabetes, sleep apnea, um, and then, you know, things like tinnitus, rhinitis, sinusitis, things with your allergies, things with your eyes, um, headaches, PTSD, um, maybe you hurt your right knee when you're in the military, you're jumping out of airplanes, you hurt your right knee and now your left knee hurts. Guess what? We can get that service connected. Um, because you're overcompensating on your, on your opposite knee. So we really want to focus. We we're always focusing on being on the cutting edge, getting as much for our veterans as we, as we can. And I just want to say the one thing, I think the biggest hurdle that we have to overcome is a lot of times veterans think, well, I'm not that hurt. Um, and I don't want to take money away from someone else. And, and I'm telling you right now, um, you know, the, the VA doesn't think of it like that in your case. And so. Uh, there, there's not a, there's not a set pot of money that's going to run out. If you make a claim, um, that few extra hundred bucks a month, I think for some of you could really change your life. So, um, you know, I really want to uh, encourage you all that if you have questions about it, please give us a call. We're always looking to answer questions. It gives us material to, uh, to put out so that people can have their questions answered that maybe they didn't even know they had a question about. So we really love what we do. We really love our clients. We're always looking for ways to give back. And uh, I know this was an exciting opportunity for me with with uh, with the big veterans following that that you guys have, and uh, I'm excited to be a part of it. Well, you know, Ao, when I when I when I stopped by his office, the biggest thing and it's little things for me to count is I always read the bulletin board. He has a big bulletin board right there that says Veteran of the Month, and every month I like to see whose name is on there. And, you know, we've got personal friends that are part of the brand, like Miga, Sosa, all these guys. And, and our, one of our guys from this chat, Chad, uh, he was at the VA a couple of days ago. He hasn't been on our on our chats. Look, at, there he is right there. Sosa, I called you three times today to get you on the show to introduce you to Mr. Chad. Sosa <laughs> is a longtime vet, still does some work with the government, Chad. Whole family. He's like 70 years old. He's been in there, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 years. So, you know, I know Sosa, if you need anything, bro, get in touch with me. I'll get you in touch with Chad personally. Um, but that's one of those little things that I like. So Yeah, I think I think a big takeaway too is even if you know, if it's sometimes in the back of your mind, like we used to say in the union, the union wouldn't exist if the company was doing the right thing. 
right? Kind of something to think about too is it doesn't just because things are going a certain way doesn't mean it always has to be. That's the good thing about the consultation is if you aren't sure if it doesn't feel right, go ask somebody that actually has an answer for you. So right. I would always encourage reach out to Chad, get get the professional answer rather than just oh that's how it's always been. Right. Don't let that kind of stop you from getting actual consultation. And do it and do it for your family too, because exactly. uh, you know your 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 family um, your family dealt with a lot while you were deployed as well, and while you were in the military. So um, you know, you're as veterans, you owe it uh, you owe it to your your family as well to protect them. Um, you know, with with the the physical ailments that you may have, um, it's it's a it's a whole family process. So um, we we love to help Aubrey. I see. I see you, you, you chime in here. I lo- we'd love to help you. Um, call the number. It's 888-2-VET-LAW, V-E-T-L-A-W. Um, we'd love to set you up with a free consultation. You don't even have to come in the office. We can do it via Zoom. Um, we're helping veterans across the country, and we don't have to meet with you in person unless you want to, and we're happy to do that as well. So, Chris. Chris is a uh, – I chat with Chris on, uh, on the booster Zooms on Fridays at 4. Um, we always say the same thing, Chad, every show here is we always want to say thank you to the service for uh, everybody that can't be here, who's across seas, can't be with their families right now. We we push that really hard uh, for the armed forces, man. There's so much respect out there. They don't get half of the credit they deserve. And unfortunately, they don't get half of the benefits they do. They need not deserve. They need. Right. right. You know. So I'm, not trying, make, I'm not trying to make fun of the food in Miami, but you get out of the service and you go to Miami and you need that. Right. Yeah. And we and we do we, we work with organizations that help veterans reacclimate to civilization, creating resumes, getting jobs. Um, we do a lot with uh, veteran owned businesses as well. So, you know, some of our clients are even homeless and uh, it doesn't stop us from being able to help them. And uh, just the vast majority of veterans that are um, that that are homeless that are, uh, you know, having criminal issues that are uh, dependent on on medications. You know, we really are out here to help and 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 to to serve our veterans the same way they they valiantly served us. Yep, I love that. Just because someone's down doesn't mean they're out. Right. So, I mean, every every hand help you know helps. So, love 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 what you do, man. Thank you. Awesome. So, we have our sponsor, Chad. Chad's a big football enthusiast, and. Um, you know, we, we had a question for him, A.O., but I'm going to be the, the jerk in the room, and I'm going to throw it. So, everybody in the chat, Chad is a huge, huge UCF football fan. UCF. A lot of you guys in the chat, a lot. So, a backstory: Chad and, and my son do a lot of baseball together. That's the way we got to know each other. Chad posted a picture of my truck with the, with the, with the change one day. And he didn't know it was my truck, and we're at a tournament, baseball tournament. So there's a lot of talking. we got to be careful with YouTube. But (laughs) I'm going to tell the chat, hey, chat, Miami UCF, how much would you love to see us kick your ass all day? Oh, man, that'd be great. You know, we had a a home-and-home a couple years back, and you guys got the best of us. But uh, we're a whole whole different brand now. Yeah, man. You know, college football is expanding and, you know, Ayo, I mean, it's, it's expanding in other ways. Like Miami got a top running back in the nation today. Did I say that? UCF, 
you can't finish. <laughs> Ouch. Hey, guys, I, I will say this. Chad, <laughs> Chad, uh, Chad, give it, boys. We had a lot of fun during footballs. That everybody can't be. No, Chad, you lost Brown. <laughs> oh, when, uh, guys, when UCF beat Miami a year ago, I had to wear the helmet and the flag. And then when Ooh. UCF went to Miami, I made, you know what? I should have sent you the picture so you could have posted it, AO. <laughs> You'll find it. Chad, I just jumped on. Yeah, Aubrey, look at the bottom here. You know, info at Charball uh, at Charbola. Sorry, I can't talk here. Dot com. All the information. Everybody in our chat also has the Average Kings fans Miami Mayhem email address. So if you forget the email, all you gotta do is message us, me or AO, on Facebook. You guys all have a, we have our own Facebook page, Twitter page, and we'll be more than glad to direct you guys towards uh, Chad's information. So don't worry about that. So Chad. Brother. What's your biggest take and your biggest – what do you think is damaging college football the most right now? Um, you know, I, I think I'm, – I'm, I'm up in the air about it, but I think – I really think it's the NIL stuff. Um, and, listen, and, and what I want to say is, on the one hand, I'm, I'm happy that these kids can go out and make some money. Um, you know, do I think a scholarship is the end-all, be-all? No, um, in terms of pay, because really you – scholarship uh, – College degrees don't mean as much as they used to mean. Um, so to me, just because you get a scholarship, I don't think that's pay enough for these kids. But when these guys are going out there and they're making, um, some of them sounds like more than NFL guys are making. Um, I think what it's doing is you just look at the situation that Florida had with that with that top quarterback, I believe it was, uh, when they had this whole NIL deal and they couldn't pay on it and they, yep. and they lost the recruit. So I think it's, it's causing a lot of uh, disparity in the sport. I think it's, um, now, on the other hand, I do I do like the I do like the transfer portal, but I think the NIL is flooding the the transfer portal um, for kids looking for money um, and kids thinking possibly that they're better than they really are. Um, and ultimately, what's happening is that's that's really hurting the high school kids, uh, in my opinion. Um, it's it's having I think the reverse effect than uh, you know more more negative than good. But uh, I think the NIL stuff is. It's because it's just it's unregulated. I think that's the the biggest problem right now in college football. I was in, I was going to say, do you feel like it's more because of the the way they did it, the way they just kind of opened Pandora's box and said, "Ha ha, all yeah. of you can do what you want now," rather than actually having it planned out, segmented, you know, segmented and and regulated into yeah, I, I this think, is what you are, this is what you're worth. I think the problem is the NCAA didn't see it coming. And it started, I believe, with California and then Florida. Both said that it was perfectly legal for kids to get, um, you know, receive compensation for their name, and image, and likeness. And the NCA had no had no response to it. And then they just like, all right, we'll rip the bandaid off, and there's no regulation. And everyone's a lot of people are doing what they were already doing anyway. It's just now legal, and you don't have to. <laughs> you think about Tennessee with the bags of McDonald's, you know, full of money. Like it, it was always happening. Um, and, and I'm not sure, I'm not sure there's any school that wasn't doing it. It's just now it's legal, it's unregulated. And, um, you know, you're putting these kids in situations where they're really dependent on us fans to fund them. And what, you know, what happens if we, what happens if we don't come through? And, uh, you know, I think that it, it, it creates a lot of issues, you know, an NFL team's always going to have the money to pay their guys. And these colleges may not because it's, uh, it's really 
just based on the fans, you know, chipping in that money every every month or week or whatever. So, um, yeah, that's, well, that's my thing on that. But, you know, you don't expect – I don't expect Congress or anybody to get involved. They got more important things that they should be doing. Should be. And then you hear about it on, <laughs> on you know, on rumors. Hey, number two running back in the nation is – is going to five schools and basically saying who's offering me the most money. And as I feel they should be getting paid, some kids are determined you're using that money. How about they don't, you know, they don't make it to NFL. Now they got paid for something, but that is, you can't base that on that, on their playing time or their stats. So now you put another wrench into it because how about if a kid wants to leave after you just, Hey, you just paid them half a million dollars. Right. And now they're gone. They transfer to another school. That's right. happening. I mean, <laughs> I, I would I mean, love, I, and I'll just say this: I would love to see an employee model set up right. where we've got kids that are getting. Uh, everyone's making the same amount of money virtually. Um, uh, you got you have health insurance benefits. You have taxable income. Um, you know, we we don't know if this money's being taxed or not, and so these kids are getting a million dollars. You know, you know, think about you know Rick, uh, Nick Saban. When this all first started, I mean, he was the first one to come out and do a press conference and say, listen, Bryson, was it Bryson Thomas or whatever? He's getting a million dollars. He hasn't even thrown a pass in college yet. And how much of that was taxed? And so you go to work, you two go to work, I go to work, and I pay taxes every day. Um, and I work hard for health insurance and my fringe benefits. You know, these these kids, you know, they're getting cash, they're getting cars, they're getting houses, they're not getting taxed. And I don't think that's, I don't think that's fair to, to everybody else that's uh, that works hard for their money as well. Yeah, well, I, I think that's a good point. Is it's not the school technically? Technically, it's, it's not the school. Technically, it's the collectives. collectives. Yeah, it, and it, but it can be who's drawn to the school too. It's your donors. It's your collectives. It's it's how well resourced is your school when it comes to external, you know, and it it puts some schools back on the map, and it takes some schools out. It levels some things out, but realistically, I think you kind of brought in a good point. It's every state's doing things different. Every school can do things different. I mean, we're a private school, for, so Miami can do it completely different than anybody else, too, because we now have that part of the equation. I think, like you, you guys all kind of mentioned, is there's just that un, you need uniformity. Right. You need to be able to say a starter at Bama can make the same or this much percentage higher than a QB at Vermont. You know what I mean? Like, are they going to make the same? No, of course not. Should they make the same? No, of course not. Because not every lawyer makes the same amount of money for doing the same practice. But there needs to be a regulated amount saying, if this is what you're going to do for your student athletes, then this is what they need to be able to cover in the other side too. Because like you said, we don't know how their taxes. We don't know how, you know, what their obligations are to the school. And the other hard part, you have to keep actually recruiting your own team. Every year. Yeah. Every year. Because your QB could have a great year and just walk out. Yep. You know, and I understand that the market is free. But what I'm also saying, too, is this isn't the NFL. There's a reason why we wanted college, you know, as college. You have to put some sort of some you know some sort of cover on this where it doesn't just explode and just ruin the whole sport you know because i want nil to continue to be sustainable going forward it can't be if all of a sudden everybody starts going for each other and they cut each other's heads off 
Because then the NCAA can wipe their hands and be like, ha-ha, we told you it would never work. Right. And then they don't have to ever pay a student again. So right. I think uniformity would actually solve a lot of the problems that we're, we're looking at, especially with regulations. Well, I think the I think the NIL is ruining the transfer portal the most. Not even the high school recruits. Yeah, I mean yeah. they're 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 coming out and saying, "Hey, I'm transferring because I'm not getting paid enough money." Right. Now, am I going to be a little biased? Yeah, but it helps Miami. Miami has what three, four billionaires doing helping NIL. But we're not landing everything. everybody either, though. I mean, it. it oh, we're not signing. It, no, it no, no. But at least we're putting measurements. At least Miami with Zoe is putting a value on a kid. Hey, look, you right. want more money than that? That's your problem. Right. But, but it has helped Miami. Now, look, you're talking about, like you said, with Alabama. Anybody that's gotten money from Alabama ain't paying taxes. <laughs> Alabama's been passing out money for 25 years, Georgia's been passing out more money than us. Clemson flow could that be Alexis King? I'm sorry, man. We have some uh, we have some comedians in our chat here, but you know that's it does help. It does help the private schools a little bit more because what is our state? We have twelve thousand students. University of Miami. What's the what's the, what do you think the number is at UCF, Chad? It's 80, 80 or ninety thousand undergrad plus one. My son officially moves in August 18th to UCF nice. on a full academic scholarship, 100% paid for it. Bingo. Nice. Yes. Despite you. Despite me. <laughs> he did. He Hey, well, hold on. He did apply to Miami for me. He did get in with his test scores. Nice. But when Miami, when I just looked <laughs> up the bill, I said, I love my oh. school twinkle. <laughs> I mean, 70, that's the problem, $75,000 a year. And they, they offered him, I think, in the 20s. So UCF, yeah, we'll go. not going to wear that shirt, but I, I'll support him. I'll yeah. support him. You put like but, a little U on like the shoulder or something. You just you, you can still wear it. You just got to kind of make sure it's not fully tainted. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I'll give ahead. credit to this, Ayo. I've been to a couple of football games with Chad. We hung out. If Miami can get 70% of what that stadium brings for UCF, it'd be a whole different other. I will give credit to UCF on that part. I yeah, mean, I we mean, just we don't have to get 100%. Yeah. We got to be 70% of that. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. And I, I like what Tim said, too, about what, what this was that? supposed to really be for what the NIL was supposed to really kind of endure. NIL was kind of supposed to be – for those Ohio State guys that got in trouble for signing memorabilia before they were fully done with their with that season. Because then they signed it like a week or two ahead of time. And it yeah. was kind of to get them out of that boat. But right. it's it, whenever you have something that vague that you can like you mentioned earlier, every school's been doing this. So the running joke used to be not of you know what bag are you gonna get, it's your every school was doing the same dirt. It was more of who had the best accountant that could hide it, you know, from the NCAA if they even came to look. Because if you were winning, the NCAA could care less. Let's just be honest. If they really cared, you think there wouldn't be an investigation every year on Bama? Bama would never have gotten to this height. Be real. They were paying everybody off before paying off was really emphasized. Everybody's been doing it. Just they kind of took it to a whole new level with Nick Saban having 
a whole ar- armada of car dealerships where he could just siphon out money through a dealership. Money laundering, I, you know, I'm not going to speculate, but I'm just going to say it, money laundering. But <laughs> but it was just one of those things where it it should have been regulated a long time ago. The students should have been paid a long time ago. Like you said, you guys both mentioned earlier, you know, these athletes are put, are making hundreds of millions of dollars for their institutions, even more now than what it used to be. And they would get nothing in return. And if they did get hurt, as soon as they you leave school, you're dropped. So any kind of health insurance you may have had or any kind of rehab you may need going forward, you're now stuck with that, that bill, no longer the school. So, no, I agree. There's been a lot of stuff that needed to be involved in this. Just the NCAA just knows how to wipe their hands clean of stuff and just sit on their hands and not make decisions. And hopefully you can get the right people in these conferences to come up with something before it's a little too late. And and, and my comment about high school kids was really that, you know, the, the, the schools aren't recruiting the high school kids like they used to um, because they're spending so much time and energy in the portal, which it makes sense. Like you want a kid with experience. Um, but you know, I, you know, we even look at it like our, you know, Alex and Mike, my kid play baseball, you know, we're, we're looking at, uh, you know, his, his kids going his junior year, my kids going into sophomore year and we're looking at baseball recruiting, you know, these guys, you know, baseball's got 11 scholarships. That's it for 20 something kids, 11 scholarships. They're going out trying to find the kids that can contribute immediately. Not a kid that they're going to have to, you know, Develop. build up for a year or two. Um, and, you know, it's it's to me, it's it's just going to be the downfall of high school recruiting. These kids are going to have to go play wherever they can get a spot. They're going to have to prove themselves and then they're going to hopefully go to the portal. And I think you're going to see the portal be even larger than what it is now. And I think I think I heard something today. I said like 60 or 70 percent of the kids in the portal don't even land anywhere. Nope. And so what what about all the high school <laughs> that those kids are taking their spots and, you know, and just just a story like, you know, UCF just signed a big four star recruit today. He was a, he was originally signed with Oklahoma and he didn't even play it down there, but he took a spot from another kid for the entire spring. And now he's transferring to UCF. So that whole spring of recruiting was gone for Oklahoma. Not that I really care, but um, it's, just, <laughs> it's just a story that like, you know, it's it's really affecting recruiting in ways that we really don't we really don't think about until it affects us. But. You know, those guys are scrambling, you know, and instead of picking up a high school kid, now they're going to get someone out of the portal and it's just going to keep regurgitating itself. So you're going to see a lot of these kids that would come out of school and go to, you know, Miami, Florida, UCF, whatever. They're going to start going to these smaller schools. They're going to have to prove themselves and then hopefully get picked up in the portal by somebody else. But they may also just languish there. So. And the the only difference is, uh, you know, on Twitter, following a couple of baseball coaches and there's over 3,200 baseball players in the portal. And the only difference between baseball and football when it comes, and I just found this, you know, you have post-grad schools for baseball. So I've seen them in different States and I've been doing my research where you could go play for a year, right? You get out of high school, you're a post-grad, you take college courses, but you don't use eligibility and you know, that's where it's going to have to go sometimes because there might not be any spots available. Exactly. You said 11. That's actually 11.8 scholarships. That's baseball and softball. And I know there's a vote this summer. We talked about it on the uh, on the booster Zoom. There is a vote coming on to raise that to 22. Which it should be. 
it, there should be really no reason why a scholarship doesn't mean a scholarship across the board for every sport. You know, it, I can understand if this was like back in the early nineties and these schools weren't making a hundred mil here and a hundred mil there from these two tournaments that went on, but there's so much money in this sport. I, either a show us, start showing us the receipts for where all this money went that you made or two, every student athlete, if they're getting that, that scholarship from your school, it should be a full ride, completely full ride. I don't care if they're a swimmer. I don't care if they're soccer. I don't care if they're baseball, football, basketball, men or women across the board. It should be that you're making this much money. And you're like you said before, the got you got the highest paid NIL athlete in the U S is not a football or basketball. It's the LSU gymnast. So every oh, sport true. is bringing in money. So I'm just saying, start showing some receipts because realistically it's been, it's been awful for ever since I can remember with, with NCAA. And there's, the mon- there's money there too, because you look at right. the school, like the, I think the two highest profiting schools in college football is Alabama and Texas A&M. And I think it's Texas A&M and then Alabama. But you're yeah. talking, I'm pretty sure that, that the, both those schools are six figure million, you know, they're, they're hundreds of millions of dollars in profit, profit. Right. That's money right. that they can do whatever they want to do with at the end. So they have the money to pay <laughs> these athletes. And if the NCAA would just put some kind of regulation that said, treat everyone like an employee. Yes, I know they're not employees now, but treat everyone like an employee. Because I don't know about Miami, but UCF, we have the UCFA, UCFAA, which is a separate arm. It's not associated with the school at all. So all the athletic funds go through a separate organization. And like when Eric Plancher died, you know, 12 years ago or whatever, um, during practice, the school didn't get sued. The athletic association got sued. So the money could come all out of that. It can be regulated. The NCAA has regulated NCAA sports for many years. They can find a way to do it. I think something's got to happen sooner rather than later. Yeah, I, th- I think well, it's going to have to be that way. It's becoming a business. And realistically, even with how we look at Miami, I mean, we want Zoe here because he's coming from the NFL to run Miami's program as a NFL business, you know, where he's tallying evaluation give that you know give this prospect his nil evaluation and if they want more you're walking away that's a very clear-cut sign of business deals you can go get you know an employee for this amount if they don't want that salary you're moving on to the next candidate you know what i mean it's just that's how it has to be because otherwise if you put the power all in the other's hand then you're gonna have one guy that wants 15 mil for his season and then you have no money for any other player on the rest of the year. So right. it's really got to be thought of as a business. I mean, you can't really look at – that's why I, I've always kind of – I disregard that that uh, argument of, well, they're getting a free scholarship, they shouldn't get paid. This is no longer a, a education-type thing. It's a business. You Have you ever done a job and you didn't get paid for three years? Right. You know, that's what you're kind of expecting out of these athletes. So I think it's got to be – regulated it's got to be controlled but it also has to be fair it has to be fair compensation too for what money is really coming in versus what you're really going to give out too so i love i love your thoughts on that I, and i agree that the scholarships should mean scholarship per player ao because you got both of you guys know chad knows my family that i've had a daughter that's gone through it but because of her grades right. she got fully paid for but 
I saw her Gruden schedule. I mean, on the weekends, they're practicing six, seven hours. How are you going to ask a baseball player who's a phenom at a $75,000 a year school who's going to get $15,000 a year? Well, he doesn't have time to work. Right. You don't want him to work. If you work and your practice, where are you going to study? And then everything goes down the drain. You know, yeah. so they got to they got to do something with that. I hope that moves up. Hey, the general. Hey, Chad. We have the general. Um, he's part of our. Uh, his name's Javi. He's a real good guy. Talks a lot of shit on the golf course, like you. Um, <laughs> they're they're gonna be up in Orlando here in a few months. Chad, I'm gonna bring you golfing up here. Yeah. Um, but you know, we can't. The clubs can't go flying. Okay, clubs can't go flying. But Chad, you will make a killing with our degenerate community. You know, Javi, and, and you know me, I don't I don't talk BS. I'm always up front. I've known from a personal standpoint that not everything Chad with his law firm does has always been about the money. I can back that up 100%. And that's the difference between trying to get somebody on the phone with, you know, you've seen all the billboards out there for everybody else. Or knowing that if you needed to speak with Chad directly, who owns the firm, he'll find a way to get in touch with you. And that is a difference. And that's why, you know, I think this this little relationship with Chad Barlow and, you know, the Miami Flow brand and Miami Mayhem and all, it's just a great fit. And I think, you know, I think Chad's going to be able to help a lot of people here, which is great, which is also good for our brand, you know. So, so all this money the university are making are so for TV rights, commercials, bowl games. That's not even kind of the endowment that comes in every year. You're right. I mean, let's put it this way, Chad, and we know this. Miami's a medical and law school. Miami profits over $2 billion a year in medical. Right. $2 billion, my Lord. Yep. You tell me you can't give another 11 players a baseball scholarship? A gymnast. We don't even have soccer team. Well, we don't have we don't have any plays. I mean, shit, we don't have a stadium for crying out loud. Yes, yes, I've heard you laugh about it a hundred times. You know, we, we play at the Hardware. We play at an NFL stadium, boy. Thank you for the baseball coach, too. By the way, the baseball coach. Oh, he took yeah, he took our recruiting coach. Now the rumors are Tim asked earlier. There are some rumors on a new coach. Um, I believe he, he he coached and played at Columbus High School. Um, he's a Hall of Fame coach. We're not going to put his name out there. Um, but there is rumors that hopefully it's going to be done soon. So, Did you guys hear uh, any rumors about Girardi? About Girardi? Yeah, yeah that he turned down UCF after um, he had already put in a coaching staff together. He did not like something at the end, and Girardi said no. And that that's a big mistake by UCF. Well, yeah, so the rumor I heard was that he wanted to come to Miami, which is why I was asking that he basically was ready to sign and, and then your coach stepped down and he was like, wait a minute, took a step back. So I don't, I didn't know if you had heard anything about that. Kind of no. heard the same. It was you kind did? of the timing. That it was kind of odd timing that the like literally, legitly the, re, the, the resign happened and then he pulled out. Like legitly like within like a two-hour window. Yeah. So it, uh, Max and A Black talked about it last week. Oh, they did. I didn't hear that part. You know, there is a big rumor that uh, remember Tulowitzki for the Rockies. He yep. did an interview for the job. Um, you know, the baseball team in Miami. 
there's two things about baseball in Miami is they got to recruit certain areas because you got to have the money to pay for it. A lot of their players come from doctors type families, lawyers. They do because unfortunately who can afford $75,000 a year, you know, to play. So, you know, there is a guy, I forgot his name, but uh, Chad knows my contact, uh, Mr. Jesse Marlowe. Yeah. Uh, me and him have been talking because he does have some Miami recruits on the power teams. And it looks like we do have a done deal, but it is, um, I believe he was at Notre Dame and LSU. He hasn't been coaching for two years. He is in the Baseball Hall of Fame for, for college. Played in Miami, knows Miami, so hopefully that will be us soon there. So, But... Uh, Chad, I want to say uh, thank you for your time. Um, we appreciate everything. We appreciate you coming on with the brand. Um, we can't wait for the future. Maybe we get a Miami UCF football game, non-conference in this couple of years. <laughs> throw a big tailgate, throw a big We don't know who's going to be in what conference in a couple of years. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, Miami already got – what was that what was AO that Max and A. Black said? Something about a AUU or we something. We got the AAU accreditation, so we can go to the Big Twelve or Big Ten. We can go to the Big Ten, and we discussed this. I mean, you're in. Hold on, UCF's what the. Uh, hey, there it is, Chad. I don't know if you heard of that name, Paul Malinari. If I said it right, that is correct, Cafe. That is the name that's being rumored. No, I've never heard of him. He is. He's an older guy, sixty-seven years old, but. Supposed to be very well known in the college baseball uh, community. Very well known. So now that would that be an elite hire then, or would that be just a good hire? No, that'd be a top notch hire. Gotcha. You know, with his age, he'd have to hire the right for the recruiting. Right. But they said baseball because look, let's just get this. Damn Gators just lost another. The, the game Gators just got another linebacker. Yeah, the Gators recruiting has been going crazy, but but. Nobody knows who half those players are. We ain't worried about the Gators. And, and things can change easily in the middle of that season, too. If they start losing, I don't yeah, see they're it. losing as many kids as they're signing. So it's right. Kind of exactly. And, th and that's all before I, I don't have them winning more than three games this year and next year. So, no, this year's not as bad. Last year, they next year's the 24 is the gauntlet. Yeah. But they're they still not UCF very good now. In 24. <laughs> So they play we Miami plays at at Gators. I don't know if it's a home game for you guys or not. Yeah, but it's UCF, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, Mississippi State, Old Miss. They're not going to win yeah. three games next year. Do they even have a quarterback? No, and that's why they won't win three games this year. Yeah. <laughs> nah. they, they, I don't see them winning. I see them maybe going four games this year. Two games next year. Let's round it to three. <laughs> round it to three. You know what, AO? You know what Miami's doing this year? Twelve right. and old bitches undefeated. That's right. Get that. Get that Kane's Kool Aid. Kane's Juice flying, baby. I'll make sure I drop off some of Chad's house with the truck with the logo on it. <laughs> on the doorstep. <laughs> hey, I'm all about the Kane's as long as we're not playing. So. There you go. Like I see, I like that. That's a happy medium I can do right there. That's good. I, I can do that because I'd rather cheer for UCF than I wouldn't. I hope the softball team for FSU loses. And goddamn, the fucking women are good for that softball team. But I hope the golf team loses. I hope every year everything loses. But now nah, I got. I'll agree with you on Chad. Well, guys, Chad, man, we appreciate you coming on again. We appreciate 
um, everything that we're going to be doing. Um, we're going to make sure we put everything out here every show. I got my, my shirt. Ale, yours will be there in about three weeks because I already shipped one shirt to Iowa. He's from <laughs> Iowa. $90 for regular shipping. Just a wow. shirt. I'm going to stick it on a goddamn bird and fly that shit up. That, that's how you had to send it here. <laughs> yeah, you messenger pigeon. Yeah, man. So AO, AO's from Iowa. So, um, but we appreciate you coming on, Chad. Can't wait to keep supporting uh, everything you do for families out there, man. We, we support it and we appreciate everything, Chad. Thank you for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. That was, this was fun. All right, man. Hey, probably towards before college football season, when we start seeing schedules and we start getting into fall camp, let's get you back on, man. We're going to have a round table. Um, we're gonna go ahead a little round, a little college football round table, and we can talk a little, a little smack to everybody, right? That'd be great. Chad, you have a good night, brother. Thanks, brother. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Hey, oh, that's good, man. It's that good people. Good. We have a great guy on board. Um, you know, it, the future of the Flow brand is exciting to have, guys. Um, there's a lot of stuff that Flo talks about. There's other things that are going, you know. Hey, Javi, this right here is a special piece. <laughs> I it do. is I ugly as hell. I like that. It, that was it is ugly. But this piece was donated to me, guys, about 18 years ago by a contractor that really helped me get my business going. Nice. He's very nice. special. He's very close to me. Very good guy. And as we moved, you know, we went ahead and I kept that piece. And that piece is always going to be in my little dining room nook area, which reminds me of, uh, you know, you look at it every day. Hey, hard work pays off. So that right there right. is very special to me, bro, because that reminds me of everything when when I had to borrow money when I was little from my mom to buy diapers. So that's a reminder, man. That's one of those things, bro. Hold on. Who said 84 this season? Boy, I will mute you for five minutes from this show. <laughs> 12 and oh, we're going undefeated, you mother. That's right. Until until but, until we say otherwise. Well, until the scoreboard hey, hits otherwise. Hey. But you can also go on with Sun God. I like that idea too. Just been like, you know what? Pier one makes Sun God murals. I like to think of myself very highly. Could have went with that too. I like either one of them. But you know what? I think that brings a great conclusion to what we kind of been looking at for the last couple of weeks. I think that we're kind of starting to catch some seamless recruiting. And guess what? My hot take is still at large. One more week, land two five stars. Or at least can go to Wales. I think the running back was a whale. I know some some may think so, some may not. I like the one. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh one more. Five star whale this week. How do you guys think about that? What do you think about that, Lex? I apologize, chauffeur. I got you, but uh, yeah, there was uh thunderstorms coming in and something hit my door. Literally, <laughs> something hit my door. Great story, Lex. Chauffeur, I got you guys. We had to get some things fixed on the ordering of the shirts, but I got you, brother. But um, nah, man. Uh, I couldn't hear you for a second. Like I said, I'm sorry, but I had something hit my hit my door big time. Oh, I said, I said, remember how I said last week for the hot take, 
we can get two of the five stars. Well, I, I'm yes. counting the running back as a whale. So I'm going to say that's one down. Might not be a five star. Yeah, I'm not going to say he's not a five star, but I'm going to say I got one whale. I'm going to say one more is coming this week. I agree with you. Nice. I that's agree with you. Right there. But, guys, just to let you know, Flo has a huge recruiting show coming up in about 15 minutes. So we're going to let everybody go. Get to Flo's show, Big Time Recruiting News. You do not want to miss it. Nope. So we're going to finish the same show every every the same way. It always has been, always will be about that you. Boom. Have a good night, Bam. boys. See you by next week. Go Lakers. <laughs>